0: Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another BTN podcast. This is exciting. I've been excited for this one. You set this up so if you want to give a wee introduction.
1: Yeah, well, Marsha could do it. Okay, well, we can uh, let Marsha do it we can introduce. Means. This This week we have Marsha Marn. Is it Marn?
0: Maran. 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 Right, okay. Wrong way around. Uh, it's the Scottish Shark Centre. Yes. It sound, uh, yeah, we, we make everything <laughs> sound different. <laughs> Wrong, possibly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, would you like to explain uh, what you do and why you're here?
2: Well, I think I'm here because I had a stroke in 2014. Yes. And before the stroke, I had my own business. And I had a stroke in the middle of the night. When I woke up, my business was gone because I couldn't talk or walk or even speak anymore mm-hmm.
0: and people will notice uh, as you have been speaking there that you can speak now yes which is fantastic so uh, uh, if we go back right to the beginning if we talk about your background and uh, sort of what you were doing business wise beforehand so um so yeah. like uh, you want to talk about about your business and then we could sort of we could carry on the story from there
2: so okay i was actually in business for myself And I just did marketing for people. So essentially, a client would come to me and I would look at the stuff that we were doing and I would say, that doesn't look like who you really are. You're really doing this. Let's change your focus to focus on this particular thing that you're doing. And I'd been in business for three years and the business had gotten to the point where I was going to make the kind of money I think I wanted to make. (laughs) So I was really happy. (laughs) And then boom.
0: So what what was it you were doing?
2: um, So marketing, I would, so exactly, um, they'd have a website maybe. Mm -hmm. And it would tell the people they were doing this type of business, but they really weren't. So I don't know about how things were in Scotland, but in America, a lot of companies tell you, I'm going to do business this way. And they do something completely different. Yeah. And so I was making those two things mesh up so that they were actually one thing.
0: Okay, so I just—if you're wondering why I asked the answer, why I asked the question again, it was just to double check. Really, it was because, like, um, so you were basically just uh, doing your best to help other businesses uh, that were not doing a great job, really, to start off with marketing, really. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. That yeah, that's exactly. it. That's it. it was just I, to I was sure.
1: confused to be why you yeah, asked that question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to double check. <laughs> so you said that after you had the stroke your business, uh, I can't remember the word, failed? Why was that? Was that because you weren't able to speak anymore?
2: So the day I had the stroke, I woke up and I felt really funny. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And I was scheduled to do breakfast with a friend, and so I texted her to tell her that I wasn't going to make it. Mm -hmm. And when I got done texting her, I said, That's funny, I can't read this. Well, I'll just text her later. I put the phone down, I rolled over, and got the most incredible headache imaginable. And despite the pain, I fell asleep. The next time I woke up, I was paralyzed on the right-hand side from the top of my head to the tip of my toe. And I knew that if I didn't get help, I might not get up at all. So I actually. That's
0: okay. Carry on. Sorry.
2: So I actually rolled out of bed and dragged myself along the floor and out into the hallway and ran out of gas. So it was Sunday and my husband was home. He was downstairs listening to the TV and I knew he'd come up at some point. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but something fell down and it went crash and it got his attention and he came upstairs and he saw me and said, Marcia, are you okay? And that's the point where I realized I actually couldn't speak. Right. And he said, um I'm going to call 911 and he did and it took about 5 to 10 minutes for the paramedics to arrive and the paramedics came through the door and they asked him when I'd had the stroke and that was the first time anyone even thought of the word stroke
0: yeah so had so, you so had you had any like sort of previous knowledge that this may half come up because i'd I'd known really very little about stroke so did did you have any knowledge of this at all
2: no so i ran three or four times a week yeah i had normal cholesterol i this took me totally by surprise Mm -hmm. this is this is what
1: scares me about this exactly yes so you've been looking forward to this this subject gives me (laughs) tremendous anxiety (laughs) so things like strokes heart attacks and i think it's brain anionisms
0: all these things there there was a
1: there was a politician in scotland who just one day had something in her brain happen and shut suddenly she was in a six-month coma needed multiple surgeries and she had no idea this could ever happen and that stuff terrifies me
0: to no end well, this is, yeah. and and again, you've put it forward like I'm an absolute psychopath. Yes. But um, <laughs> the thing that fascinates me is just the absolute shock value of the fact that from nowhere, and again, you've lived a healthy life, that, again, and just even knowing that you've lived a healthy life and stuff like that, you've actively tried to avoid anything happening like this. And it's just mm-hmm. out of nowhere clicked into the into this crazy situation so I, I, that's the side of things that absolutely like can of terrify me but i also I, I like to find out about so so you explained like um just a sort of sore head to start with and then you went to sleep did did, did it like knock you out in some way or did you just like feel like you wanted to go to sleep
2: so I had a uh, normal Sleep when I went to sleep. It was the normal. When I woke up, I felt odd, but it wasn't really all that weird in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. The second time I woke up is when I knew that I was in real trouble. So there's a little bit. So if people understand that there's the face method. So um, I'm sorry. It's um, not face method. So if I realized when I was reading my text to my friend that being not, being able to read something is okay, but being unable to read is a sign of stroke, Yeah, that's, that's where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I got out of the hospital, I started understanding more and more about strokes. And I realized that, you can have a stroke at any age. And that point actually scares me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, we're
0: totally with you. <laughs> totally yeah. with you on that one, yeah, Philly. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So so you've done a lot of your research, basically, like in hospital, while you were sort of recovering then.
2: Yeah. So I had a carotid artery tear, and only 1% or 2% of people have that. Um, and they don't actually know why I had the tear. Um, I've been in many car accidents, unfortunately, and maybe that was it. But they couldn't really tell. Right. Um. So, it could be anything.
0: Again, scary. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Just the idea. Yeah.
1: The concept of having a lot of car crashes
0: also doesn't. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, really bad car crashes, like, or just enough to like jerk your neck, or. Something like that.
2: Well, there were some pretty, so first of all, I was in the car accident as a passenger rather than a driver. Right. Okay. (laughs) Um, But there was one that was pretty bad, but that was several years ago. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was what caused my stroke or or not. Um, Anyway.
0: Again the fact that's I, that I think that might even be scarier. The fact it's creeped
1: up. Yeah, the fact that you've had you've had that you possibly had a car accident and then what did you say, four years later?
2: Yeah, many that's... years later you can have a stroke. Yeah, that I, think that's I don't know scary. if that's true or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so let let's go back a bit. So you mm-hmm. had that sore head. Is a stroke just a single point in time? or the entire time where you consistently having a stroke? Because I don't really know what a stroke is.
2: Okay, so there are essentially two types of stroke. One is caused by a blood clot in your brain, and the other is a hemorrhagic stroke, which means that you have a brain bleed. 17% of people are the ones that have a brain bleed. I had a clot. Okay. So my carotid artery tore off, and uh, a bit of blood collected there and formed a clot and then it broke free and came into my brain every minute that somebody is having a stroke they lose 1.9 million brain cells jesus so yeah so if you think about it i have no idea how long i was having the stroke but it's the size of I'd say a walnut inside my head that is gone, and, and,
0: that, <laughs> and that's unrecoverable. I found that out
2: that's unrecoverable,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, um, and you go no go ahead. Uh, so, we know someone who's had a stroke, actually, her mom. We think her mum had a, a miniature stroke yeah, dad, one night. I think she said that, like, uh, yeah. like a uh, slight mini one. But she she didn't need the hospital to recover or anything. She was just sort of a bit um,
0: docile for a week. Yeah, a, a bit,
1: while. a bit confused, a bit slurring mm-hmm. her words and things. And uh, it was afterwards that the doctor assumed that it was a mini stroke. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm not sure how that works, but she seemed fine afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know someone who's had. <clears throat> Uh, a full-on stroke and he now can't speak. I, yeah. I'm i only 27 and I don't think I remember him being able to speak ever.
0: No, I've never seen him um, before the stroke. So
1: I don't know when he had the stroke, but he, he, he can only say two things. One is the word fuck and one is the word kin, which is a Scottish term, which For means do you know? Which is like a weird <laughs> two things to be able to say. So every time he... Say, has a conversation, he's saying. I imagine he thinks he's saying words, or
2: does he? Do you think he knows? I think so. Yeah, I think he knows. So I think he's probably got aphasia, which is a speaking disorder, and that is really strange mm. because you have different types of aphasia. Mm. So he's probably fluent, which means he speaks, but he can't. His speech is Yeah. No. I had a different type of aphasia. Okay. So my aphasia meant that um, people could talk to me and I couldn't talk to them. I understood them, but I can't, couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the interesting thing. The American Aphasia Association says that if you're not, I'm going to say cured with air quotes, in the first three months of having it, you're probably going to have it for life. Well, I obviously don't have it anymore. Mm -hmm. And that is because three and a half years after my stroke, I saw a doctor who said, you should really try neurofeedback. And I didn't know what neurofeedback was. So I went home and I went online and I did some research. And essentially it's a little box with electrodes that go to your head. And it's connected to the computer. And it pulses your head with little, um, I think they say it's like 1 100th one of a AAA battery. That's all the um, energy it's got. And it pulses your head. And it actually worked for me, right? So I went in to this doctor's office and put this thing on my head and I felt nothing as it was working, but I could see my brainwave going across the screen. And afterwards I could actually speak a little better. After 16 sessions, I could speak like I do now. It is amazing.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, would you say now that you're speaking as you were before you had the stroke?
2: Almost, yeah, I would.
1: Okay, that's that's great then. Mm-hmm. And this was... Th- yeah. So, so th- did you say that you went three and a half years without being able to speak?
2: I could speak some... So I could speak short sentences sometimes. Okay. I could speak nothing sometimes. It really all depended on... Situation. So if I was talking to a stranger I might not talk at all. If I was talking to my husband I would say a few words. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it was weird. So I presume that
1: you were considered a, one of the people that weren't cured of aphasia
2: within the first three months. Um, I had aphasia for three and a half years. Right. So I I think that people need to be aware that there are many things out there that when they are in trouble like I was they c- they should continue to go out and see if there is something out there that is not like uh, neural feedback is not well known around here. Mm-hmm. And Until I ran across a doctor who actually had it, I wouldn't have known that that was available for me to try. I think that's the important thing is that if you have a problem, you need to try, you need, you need to not give up.
0: Definitely. Just to go back to the guy we were speaking about a few minutes ago, he used to get to the point of like, like he was being annoyed by like friends and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, he the the one time I heard him say two different words that I'd heard eh, from all all his life was the words "shut up," and yes. he said it mm-hmm. really quickly, and it's like the clearest thing I'd ever heard from him, and it was because his friend kept tickling him <laughs> and annoying him. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. that, that I'm wondering if that like affects stroke victims like they, they have to get like real annoyed or really to the point of like. Like where they just really need, rage really need to r- raise or like something. something. Like they really need to say something, and then they're able to just do that. Mm. But it takes all I, that time.
2: I, th- I think everyone is different. So yeah. the more as frustrated I became, the less able to say something. I, I, I mean, I would get really furious, mm-hmm. and I would not be able to say anything. So it really depends upon
1: the stroke mm-hmm. I again, can imagine that would make it worse as well again running a marketing business as
0: well uh, how, so yeah. what happened with your business like obviously immediately that was like did you have to leave someone to run it or like so what happened it,
2: it closed down the day
0: I had a stroke the, the day off it was just it was just done <laughs> mm. so uh, have you been able to pick that back up since then um, so I thought
2: I would get a job, but <laughs> the mm-hmm. problem is, you have to talk in order to get a job. <laughs> yes.
0: That is that, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Don't say. So the phone would ring. I pick it up. I would say my name. They'd say the first question that I would not have anything I could answer, <laughs> like mm-hmm. nothing.
1: So this so, is at the point before you've done the the neuro yeah. feedback.
2: Neuro feedback.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So. I wrote a book and I thought I would get it out there and I would um, actually speak about my book. And I actually find it quite interesting because I wrote the book, I published it, I got it out there. It probably took about nine months of looking at it on my shelf before I actually. Realized, yes, I actually did this, like mm-hmm. it's out there, I see it, and I didn't really believe I'd done it <laughs> <laughs> was- because i oh. I guess oh no, go
1: ahead uh, sorry I, uh, I was just going to say, was writing uh also an issue after the stroke?
2: oh my God, yes, right. mm-hmm. so when I started typing. I could write two paragraphs a day. And the problem is that with aphasia, at least for me, I didn't remember how it all
3: Okay.
2: When I finally thought of the word I wanted to use, I would type it in, but my right hand didn't type very well. And so I usually typed it in. It was wrong. I'd have to backspace and retype it, and it was wrong, so I'd retype it. So it took me... All day to write two paragraphs. <laughs> right. So it took me four and a half years to write and publish the book.
1: Damn. The time.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I could not, I don't have the patience for that.
0: Well, naturally, like, as, like, without strokes, we don't have the patience anyway for going yes. through that. So <laughs> for you to sit through that and, like, Oh, that just sounds mad.
1: But it's the concept of, you said 1.1 1. 1 billion brain cells every minute, you said, mm-hmm. right? Is that right? 1.9 million, yeah. 1.9 million, okay, right. Uh, 1.9 million brain cells every minute you're having a stroke. You don't know how, how many minutes you've had the stroke, but that's still a lot mm-hmm. of brain cells to lose. And so there's going to be brain mm-hmm. function lost in a lot of different areas, I would imagine. And yep. then to... To have struggling with spelling and then physically doing things like typing and then not being able to think clearly. I cannot comprehend that situation. I don't think I would be able to cope with that situation Mm -hmm. in the slightest. How difficult was that?
2: (laughs) I had to think about what my life was rather than what it had been Hmm. and so I've actually had a pretty positive attitude most of the time Mm -hmm. thinking about okay so if I had a stroke on this day a year from that day I'm going to run a marathon (laughs) that's what I thought (laughs) I'm going to run a 5k (laughs) but that made me get up and out of the bed and work really hard to get better. Now, I didn't run a marathon on my first anniversary. I didn't run it on my second. I didn't run it on my third. Um, I'm not running anymore, but that at least gave me the courage to get up and try every single day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things don't go well when you've had a stroke. So. Maybe you fall down, you have to get back up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't comb your hair well. <laughs> well, you know what? You just think I'm. I've got to go out in public. I know my hair looks really funky. <laughs> I guess people are just gonna have to see me the way I am, and it takes a lot of. The pressure away from you if you're thinking, you know what, this is all they get. And if they don't like it, they can look the other way. Yeah. But <laughs> this is it.
1: My suggestion and, is to wear a hat. Wearing yeah. hats is the best thing I've ever invented.
0: So um, wait, 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 wait. You didn't invent wearing hats. Well, I agree
1: to disagree. <laughs> But yeah, I think in that situation, I would wear a hat just to just give myself less things to think about. Is that so? You could, oh no,
0: for for the hair. I thought you meant for like ducking away if people. No, no, want. no, for the hair.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Take simple advice there. <laughs> right. So, on you go. Greg. So, can we go in a,
1: a little bit into the medical system because we we spoke about this briefly in the emails. Because you were listening to yeah. the the epidemiologist podcast yeah. and you also brought up something to do with differences in healthcare. So, yeah. living in the UK, uh, if I had a stroke, first of all, the ambulance would be free. Um, I would be taken into the hospital when that would be free. Mm-hmm. And then however many tests and treatments and stuff, the overnight stays... I would go home and I wouldn't need to worry about finances. I wouldn't need to worry about a bill coming through my door and then monthly fees for the rest of my life. I don't really know how the system works in the US, but something like that, I imagine. That couldn't have made it easy, surely.
2: So I would say that my husband and I are pretty well off Hmm. because he's got... An insurance policy that covered most of it okay and so we didn't have to worry about money Right. most people I think would probably have to worry about what their insurance company really covered yes. um, but we didn't mm-hmm. um, so I'm that's one thing I'm very grateful for
1: <laughs> so what about the neurofeedback did it cover that as well
2: no, that we have to pay for ourselves. Yeah. Um, so it's about, um, 16 sessions. It's about $100 a session. So that's $1,600 that we put out of pocket. I mean, um, there, oh, sorry, I'll you go, go ahead. ahead. So I think that the American health care system has got things screwed up. So Absolutely. if your feedback is helpful, then it should be at the front of the help that you get. So maybe three to six months after you've had your stroke, that should be something that is offered to people. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's not. Um, I also get laser therapy on my head. Um, I tried laser therapy first because I thought it might treat my aphasia and it did make my aphasia somewhat less if it was. Yeah. And I still go back for laser therapy because it is actually um, treating me for um, um, Alzheimer's. Right. Okay. Okay. So now that I've had a brain injury I'm 25% more likely to have Alzheimer's so I think if there's anything that I can do I should just in case (laughs) maybe (laughs) I will get lucky and it will make my brain more functional than Mm. it is so you don't have Alzheimer's Um, you just pee pee I'm, I'm just trying to keep it at bay Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a good plan. You d- never know. You never know who's going to get Alzheimer's and who
1: isn't. And that's another scary disease as well, Alzheimer's. Definitely. So um, this,
3: this
1: I'm
2: mean, scared of. I'm scared of pretty much everything. You're, yeah. I'm a massive
1: hypochondriac, so that that doesn't help things. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this has been great <laughs> for my anxiety.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. right no, What about your problems, Jake? <laughs> Yeah, that's sounded very selfish. I apologise. I simply did. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, what, what was it called? The neural, um, the neural, Neural feedback. Uh, so, uh, feedback. So,
2: it's uh, the one I used was called Microcurrent neurofeedback. and that's the website that's called neurofeedback dot com. <laughs> um, if anyone is interested in finding more out, so, so there's more than one then.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: And there, is this? There is. Is this like? is am sorry. Is this a run through the medical system or is this like a like a a different an experimental like wolf. an experimental thing? Wolf. Wolf.
2: So it's been around for more than fifteen years and it is run through the medical system. You just have to know where to find it.
0: Right, okay. Okay. So it's like being tested by like being scientifically tested and stuff and peer only, Oh
2: yeah. Right yeah it's it's um in fact it's interesting because he um has a test that um I've actually gotten to see what the test was and the results were of the test it's It's fascinating. I actually talked to the person who i think he designed it
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um it's it's fascinating because here's this little it looks like a, a box about the size of two cell phones, and I can't imagine even coming up with. I mean, how do they think of that? Yeah. Oh, if if we, if we put a shock there, yeah, maybe we'll get her brain working better. Who thought of that?
1: I like a jump start for our car. But, <laughs> so like, but yeah. you know
2: what? That's exactly like it
1: is. Mm. That's an insane concept. It's I love
0: just a, that. Just a tiny motor in a box that just goes. Is that
1: kind of like <laughs> turning it off and back on again? Like a, a, something <laughs> like the like, a, like the computer. Yeah, something resets and the brain just goes up. Oh, find it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then that's exactly what it is.
0: That's crazy. That is amazing. I, I, I'm looking at an article right now. Uh, brain influences itself with its own electric field. It's, Just the fact you could just shock the brain and it goes, up. Well, they've got electric shock therapy for depression
1: as well. Mm -hmm. So electric shock therapy seems to be something that's gaining in acceptance and popularity. Mm -hmm. And um, even (laughs) we're going going into areas where we might get a lot of trouble, but even Elon Musk's been talking about a a chip that he's creating in one of his companies, one of the three million companies that he owns where they are going to be dealing with things like dementia and pretty much anything that's yeah. in the brain. And uh, he's hoping that's going to be coming soon. And But soon in technical terms is like 20 years. But uh, the things he's been talking about is, is quite fascinating. Mm-hmm. But there yeah. is, does seem to be a lot in electrocuting people's brains. As, <laughs> as crazy as that is. So you said there was multiple multiple types of neurofeedback and you got one of them. What does that mean? Does that mean yeah. that there's different techniques on how
2: to electrocute the brain? Yeah. So um, the one I had, I actually sat and did nothing, right? Yeah. It, so it just pulled my brain. There are other kinds and I haven't tried any, so I don't know really what it's like but you look at your computer screen and you try to make it more maybe it's looking at the level of the light so maybe you want to make the screen brighter mm. maybe you want to make a small ball um, move in a certain way so I don't know what that's like because I haven't ever tried it yeah, but uh, I will tell tell you that microcurrent neurofeedback for me was amazing.
0: I've just seen here the success rate for these uh, for these treatments is uh, between seventy five to eighty percent, which is pretty huge.
1: That's good. That is that is really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty. And good. the price. Yeah. When you so, told us the
0: price, we ex I expected based on like so much worse. Based on pharmaceutical companies and stuff. When you see like the bills people get for t- for pills. Yeah. Like, I was expecting, like, thousands per time you went in, but, like, when you said 100, I was like, wow. Yeah. Like,
1: that's... <laughs> I, so I never thought I'd say I, this. I think it Seems reasonable.
2: Yeah, I, I'm actually thinking it's reasonable, too. So if I think about it cost me $1,600 to speak normally again, I would pay that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Especially when you think that, like,
1: laser surgery on the eyes is, like, 400 per eye. Is it? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they, also yeah. Go, they also go towards uh, treating ADHD and stuff with this as well, which is cool.
1: Yeah. Is, is it in the UK? Is there things
0: in the UK? There is. It's called EEG over here. Um, I've had one years ago, which I've just uh, found out here. Was that for I had, disease? It was uh, for Tourette syndrome. Or Tourette syndrome. They che- they well they tested originally for epilepsy, but they found out I had Tourette syndrome uh, because of the EEG. Right. So it is available on the NHS. Uh, thank God I checked. <laughs> because, <laughs> so I've actually had one of these before. Is that That's why you smart. can speak? That's why I can speak perfectly. Right, okay. uh,
1: is that why you don't you don't have ticks and Stuff,
0: no, no, I, um, I, I don't have textbook. I, uh, I don't have like quite the extreme version of Tourette's, it's just a wee bit throat clearing and sort of nudging right, okay. m- like shake the, Tourette's, yeah, the, the most boring one, yes, basically ah. for the uh, for people that <laughs> enjoy comedy value, yes, uh, from that. So,
1: so you have a book, let's get back on the series. <laughs> <Don't forget. laughs>
2: Tell us about your book. So the name of the book is Stroke Forward.
3: Mm.
2: How to become your own healthcare advocate one step at a time. And I wrote the book mostly in the beginning because I needed to heal myself. <laughs> Makes sense. But it's really about the nitty-gritty about what it's like for me to have a stroke. I don't I mean everybody's stroke is different.
3: Yeah.
2: But I want people to know that It can be really hard and you can still work through the stroke and become more mobile. Right. It's also for the caretakers because my husband and my sister wrote parts of it. Okay. And they have, so I had one thing that I wanted to say. But my husband was also there, and he had a total different take on what happened. (laughs) So he had his thing to say, and I think it's really important to understand that the stroke is different for different people. Mm -hmm. So it's different for my husband. It's different for my friends. It's different for my sister. So they all talk about the stroke from their perspective, and finally. I think that it's for the advocate a few things that they think about in order to if they're caring for a person, if they're going to care for a person, there are things to think about. Um that maybe they didn't know. Mm-hmm.
1: So we are getting this book. Uh, I don't you know. When, I don't. I don't know when I'm getting the book. Yeah, I, I, it's I, being I, sent from. I, a, I, what I, state I, are you in? Virginia. Virginia. Is that further away than Michigan? Uh, no, it's closer. Oh, is it closer? But it might be two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the package from Michigan so I sent it... You
2: sent it
0: yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. So I sent it yesterday. So I. I don't
2: know. It'll
0: be interesting to see. I certainly it because it's, it's so close to Christmas and, yeah. it's, and it's an yeah. American delivery and we're still yeah. in sort of COVID yeah. times. I, and I think uh, some states better, in
1: but... the US are starting to close down a bit more now as well. Yeah. Yeah. How is it in Virginia? Oh, yeah. are, you, are you safe and well? Are you, how are you doing?
2: Well, I look at the COVID numbers every day and I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. hmm
2: so, we stay home, except for a week at groceries, and we go to the post office, and
1: that's about it for us. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> how was... How about for you? Well, that was us as well, until we caught it, getting oh, cheese. Love, it, love how you prefaced that with. <laughs> oh, that was us at one point. Yeah, that was us. We're immune now. We're, yeah. we're just running about, licking people and stuff. That's the life now. Yeah. That's a joke. Don't go out and do that. Uh, but yeah, I that love was...
0: when people bring that up. It's like, like we like licked people before. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gave it up a long time ago. Yeah. The looking of the people. So yeah, that, that's pretty... To be fair, we're, we're quite rural. So
1: we... I think part of the issue with us is that because we were so rural, as much as we were taking it seriously, we did kind of lapse occasionally because we were so rural. We assumed it wasn't really going to hit here because people are more spread out naturally. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just, I guess, let our guard down one day Maybe didn't sanitize their hands after getting back in the car, or mm-hmm. stood a bit close to somebody. I don't know what happened, but there was a lapse in something, mm-hmm. and uh, just unluckily, we got it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but to, to a lot lesser degree than like what most.
1: Yes, I mean we've got we've got friends in our community group that we're in that uh, was unlucky enough to get uh, the pneumonia from COVID, so they're they're in a, mm-hmm. a much worse situation than we are. Uh, again, yeah. being, being young, we got uh, quite lucky. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a scary time. It's a scary time for a lot of people. And uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, it's just like stroke; it could happen to anyone at any time. Yeah. Um, and you can't. I I guess I'm. Really disappointed by all the people that are going out there and saying, like the naysayers, we're not having a a pandemic. Yeah. 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 Well, I wish you would stay home. Yeah. I wish you would take care of yourself.
0: Yeah. Again, (laughs) it's it's those people that are like, I've seen somebody complaining today that, God, how long is this going to take? Like, because, um, something to do with schools and stuff like that, some of the kids had been sent home because, it, and yeah. they've, they're have they having to start self-isolating now, which means by Christmas Day, I think it's the day after, the Boxing Day, that they're available to actually go outside and stuff. Ah, so, oh, because
1: it's 10 days from when
0: symptoms start. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So they were complaining that, oh, this is taking so long. But it's the kind of people that are going out and just with complete disregard to everybody else that are keeping this yeah. going. But the, not enough people are moaning at them. Yeah, few. yeah. We're just sort of allowing them to do their do the thing, and it's it's really irritating. Yeah. So, so, um, so yes, uh, so before your, we go,
1: oh. can you quickly give a rundown of things to look for? In a stroke, just basically for my ease of mind. <laughs> this is a very <laughs> selfish question. As I say, I am a hypochondriac. If you could give me the lowdown on what to look for, I would be very much grateful.
2: Okay. Okay. So, uh, be fast. B stands for balance. Are you leaning to one side or another? E is eyes. So, if one eye or both eyes are funny, um, you should think of stroke. F is for face. If your face is drooping... That's a big sign. A is for arm or leg. Um, again, it's like balance. So if you're having trouble lifting one, um, maybe you're having a stroke.
3: Okay.
2: S is for slurred speech. And T is for time. It's time to call 911.
1: Okay. So I would imagine it would be a few of those things. It won't just be the one.
2: You
0: know, if you see one, you should probably call 911. Oh, right, okay. Right. Oh, don't, don't tell him that. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to be on the, <laughs> he, he wake He'll wake up with funny eyes one morning, and that'll
1: be him. <laughs> yeah, I've got that one speed there, I'm ready to go. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> I think you're just going to wake up and go to the last one just to call 911. Well, sometimes... <laughs> Straight away. So, sometimes I wake up and I've got like a... I see...
1: I've got double vision and one eye. But it only happens it happens on the days when I've not had enough sleep I, I don't oh, know what causes it
2: Interesting.
1: but uh, that scares me every time I wake up with that I'm like oh no what's happened <laughs> this
0: is the end this is the end <laughs> oh my god okay so that's that's fantastic should have seen the statement when I got Covid oh god <laughs> terror anyway uh, so thank you Marcia very much for joining us it's been much appreciated
2: Thank you very
0: much as well. No problem. Uh, when
1: we get the book, we will post on Facebook. Um, okay. Sorry, of explaining the, what the book is, and we'll give it a read, and we'll say a few words about it. Uh, that will be <laughs> after we've sent you a message saying it's here, so that you get a proper timing yes. of when it gets here.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah. We'll let you know for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then. Thank you very much. That will be that. So thank you very much for joining us.
2: Well, thank you for having me, and it's
1: been a pleasure. Is there anything else you would like to say before you go? Anything else you'd like to plug? You got a website or anything?
2: So, so my website is strokeforward.com. Um, you can find me. My book is on Amazon. And I tell everybody that when you've had a stroke, don't give up.